Riders Radio Theater is on the air! It's the Riders on the radio. Come on, party, saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Yodelay, yodelay, yeah. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoop and holler and howl at the moon. to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, Two Slim, the man of many hats, Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. Every buckaroo and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now, with the 2,182nd performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarets. We have a huge show today. I'm going to take just a brief moment to introduce Two Slim, Ranger oh. Doug, and Woody Paul, and of course, our orchestra under the direction of Joey the Cowpolka King. That's Riders in the Sky for you. And the song we begin with is the great Bob Wills classic, The San Antonio Road. One, two, three. You know this song, don't you, Texas Picks? Oh, well. Sold many a baby chick. <laughs> Deep within my heart lies a melody, a song of old San Antonio, where in dreams I live with a memory beneath the stars all alone. And it was there I found Beside the Alamo Enchantment strange as the blue up above A moonlit path that only she would know Here is my broken song of love Moon in all your splendor, know only my heart Call back my rose, rose of sand Lips so sweet and tender, like petals falling apart. Speak once again of my love, my own. Oh, broken song, empty words I know. Live in my heart all alone. For that moonlit path by the Alamo. And rose, my rose of San Antonio. Sultan of the Stomach Steinway, Joey! Moon in all your splendor, no only my heart. Yeah. 
so sweet and tender, like petals falling apart. Speak once again of my love, my own old broken song, empty words I know, live in my heart all along. For that moonlit path by the Alamo, and rose my rose of San Antonio. And rose my rose of San Riders Radio Theater, we'll, we'll return in a moment, Saddle Hat Pal, but first I'd like to talk to you about baby chicks. Now, if there's one thing on God's green earth you can be sure of is that baby chicks turn into big chickens and big chickens lay eggs. The good folks at the Del Rio Chicken Ranch have a crate of 100 live baby chicks with your name on it right now. Just wait for you to pick up the phone, pledge $9.99, and ensure your prosperous future. Now, once your chicks are delivered, the Del Rio Chicken Experts don't forget you, oh my no. There's a complete line of backup services to guarantee your satisfaction with these little darlings. This week we're featuring a new musical tape guaranteed to boost production. It's called Lay Lady Lay. <laughs> yes, scientists have learned that chickens lay more eggs if they're serenaded by music, but not just any music. It must be scientifically produced music geared to the needs of the modern chicken. Lay Lady Lay features the Del Rio Chicken Tabernacle Choir and several union musicians. Here are some of the selections guaranteed to keep your hen house hopping. Yes, lay your eggs upon my pillow. And you also get lay your eggs down, Sally. And I'm going to sit right down and lay myself a dozen. And the most played song in radio history, Layla. Of course, you also get the title track, Lay Lady Lay. <laughs> Neighbors, you won't believe the results when you pipe Lay Lady Lay into your hen house. Mr. Les Merkelman of Farmington, New Mexico writes, Dear Texas Big Bender, thank you for Lay Lady Lay. It's so successful, I've had to alternate it with Lawrence Welk tapes to give my birds a rest. Otherwise, I'm afraid they lay themselves to death. <laughs> Neighbors, isn't that the kind of problem you should have? Pick up the phone and call 1-900-LAY-LADY. That's 1-900-L-A-Y-L-A-D-Y. And if you act before the fat chicken sings, I'll include a hand-tinted picture of me, Texas Big Spender. So do yourself and your bank book a favor, neighbors. Pick up the phone and call for Lay Lady Lay. And now back on the trail with Riders in the Sky. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Texas Big Spender. Texas Bix, one thing I want to know. Is that autograph picture of you one that glows in the dark? It most certainly does. I'm so does. glad to hear it. it well, glows let's in see. The day. <laughs> Thank you. It just glows. It Onward glows. and upward, saddle pals. It's guest time on the show. Too slim, don't keep us in suspenders. Who did you book this week? Ranger Doug, we have a, a fine singer, an actress. She's a songwriter. She's kind of a triple threat, and uh. she just happens to be a, a daughter of one of country music's great families. She has a new album just coming out on Arista Records. Ladies and gentlemen, Pam Tillis. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Too Slim. Too Slim. Thank you. Howdy, folks. It's great to be here. Wow. Glad Pam, to have you. Pam, are you really related to Mel? Yep. I'm his mother. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really. Uh, everybody's somebody's little girl, though. And I'm one of, one of his. Well, There's five great. of us. All right. Well, you got an easy-to-remember name, but more important, you've got an unforgettable voice. Ha! What are you going to sing for is us? Is that a great segue? 
It's real good. <laughs> well, I got a song uh, that I wrote uh, with a friend of mine, and it's, it's uh, I don't get to sing it too much. It's on Highway 101's record. Paulette Carlson did it, but I'm going to do it for you tonight. It's called Why You Slept Last Night. Why you slept last night Just like a baby Someone went crazy Right out of her mind On tight and tight Unaware of the heartache That hurt right You slept last night. As goodbye as easy as you made it seem. And how does it feel to still have your dreams while you slept last night? Midnight hour. Thank you, Pam. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thanks a million. Well, break my little cowboy heart. <laughs> Man, that's great. Pam, I know you're busy these days writing tunes, working on your new record, and, and gosh, I know you're involved in the environmental movement. Yes, too slim. I think it's important to keep your house clean. <laughs> No, really, I think it's important to keep educating ourselves and our kids about what's going on in the environment. Well, that sure sounds like the cowboy way to me. I think so, Ranger Doug. Education is the key. You know, some little part of me always wanted to be a teacher. I've even dreamed about it. Someplace out in a remote, primitive place, maybe in the old west, 
Sounds crazy, I guess. <laughs> well, dreams can come true on Riders Radio Theater, fam. <laughs> Good luck, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks, boys. I hear things have a way of working out around here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Pam Tillis. Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. Here's a little of Woody Paul's own cowboy song. Welcome back, buckaroos and buckarettes. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 13, the concluding chapter of Phantom of the Valley. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, there's big trouble in Tumbleweed Valley. Ranger Doug, convicted of crimes he didn't commit, disappeared while out on bail and is now a victim of amnesia and believes himself to be Don Ricardo Proboscis, the famous 17th century mass crusader known as the Phantom of the Valley. Meanwhile, the living prince of darkness, a.k.a. Slocum, and his henchman Charlie are up to their dirty necks in mischief. Most recently, they've been trying to take over Miss Marm's prune ranch. Odie Prune Hawk, the Ranger Doug Mask, Landfills, and Woolworths figure prominently in their plan. And now, episode 13, entitled, The Incredible Stinking Toxic Monster versus the Phantom of the Valley. In a secret cavern deep beneath the northwest corner of the famed old Triple X Ranch, the Phantom of the Valley is checking his daily planner for this day, but in the year 1695. <laughs> Let me see. What is on my schedule for this evening? Caramba, seguro que si. I have an assignacion with the beautiful Estrellita Rodriguez. Ho, 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 this is grande. Now, where does she live? Ah, see, si, she must live in that prune ranch I saved earlier today. Well, the time draws near, and I must dress. I will wear my tightest black caballero pants. Bueno, me. Whew. Now, my finest black silk shirt. I and my best black boots. Oh, and my special blocked hat. Ooh, boy, that is some hat. I almost knocked myself out. But as soon as my vision clears, I am ready to ride to me bonita Senorita Rodriguez. 
While the dapper phantom prepares for a romantic interlude, the mistaken object of his affections has just explained to two slim Woody Paul inside meat that the Ranger Doug Massey found has nothing whatsoever to do with Halloween. But I bet if we add it up, we'll find we've been treated to some low-down, dirty tricks by somebody. Really? Oh, uh, okay. Let's add it up. Okay. Somebody who looked like Ranger Doug yahooed the town and stole my horse. That's one. And somebody who looks like Ranger Doug threw some lead our way and ruined my prune orchard. That's another one. Well, what do you get? Two. That's good, Two Slim. But it doesn't add, doesn't it add up to something else as well? More, more, more! I get it. It ain't Ranger Doug doing all this. More. Yeah, somebody's been impersonating Ranger Doug in that mask. <gasps> and the Phantom, whoever he is, is a good guy because he's been trying to thwart the phony Ranger Doug. Go to the head of the class, boys. Oh. Gosh, okay, wait. Holy smokes, what happened to the real Ranger Doug and who's behind all of this? Yeah. <laughs> Well, anything in Tumbleweed Valley that adds up to dirty tricks must be that it sticks out like a pencil-thin mustache in a double-breasted surgeon polyester suit. In a word, Slocum. <laughs> Let's see here, six weeks, not bad. But what if I charge $50 a gallon for the water? Then it would only take three weeks to bankrupt the valley. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> eh? Come in. What the? Who the? Charlie? Right. What happened to you? You look at. <coughs> you smell like you were drenched with cheap perfume and buried alive in a garbage dump. <laughs> Bingo, Slocum. Uh oh. Let me guess. You spilled the whole quart of eau de prune hawk all over yourself, didn't you? I never seen so many birds. Ah, oh, the stuff worked. Great. Yeah, great. It was like a big black storm cloud's rolling in, only it was birds and they were after me. Wait a sec. Let me put this clothespin on my oh, nose. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so how'd you get away? Oh, I ran to Woolworth, see, and I broke in and I dumped gallons of that cheap perfume all over me. Ah, oh, you didn't pay for it, did you? No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that confused the birds and they flew off, but... I passed out from the fumes, and when I come to, I was buried 30 feet down in a garbage dump. Gee, that's really tough, Charlie. <laughs> Telling me. But hey, let's look on the bright side. <laughs> the uh, birds probably ruined Miss Barb's prune orchard. She'll be ready to sell out cheap. Yeah. And you got all that perfume free. Everything's okay, right? Oh, well, I guess you got a point, but still. <laughs> boy. Say, where's the Ranger Doug mask? You didn't lose it at Woolworths, did oh, you? Oh, I wouldn't do anything like that, boss. Oh, good. I lost it long before then. What? <laughs> You lost it? Yeah, I took it off so I could see to run better from those birds. They were everywhere. Charlie, you gotta get back out there and find that mask right now. If anybody finds that thing, they can start putting one and one together. Yeah. You know what that adds up to, don't ya? Uh, three? Never mind. Just get out of here and find that mask, and then for Pete's sakes, take a bath. Right. <laughs> Charlie, if anybody gets in your way or you run into the Phantom, plug him. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at Miss Marm's, a mysterious rider is approaching from the west. Look, there's a mysterious rider approaching from the west. Gosh, I wonder who it is. Oh, maybe we better take cover. These here mysterious riders have a tendency to throw lead. Oh. This one won't. How do you know he won't, Miss Marm? Because that's the Phantom of the Valley. <gasps> oh. It sure is. I can see his mask. He's also wearing a... Wait a minute. Where'd he go? He's gone. He vanished. 
He disappeared. Pardon he evaporated. Me. He's. Pa excuse me, senor. Huh? Are you talking about. <laughs> Are you, you talking about me? Yes, he. How? What? But he means, how did you get from there to here without us seeing you? Ah, it was easy, amigo. I'm a phantom, no? Oh. <laughs> Senorita, excuse me. This rose pales in comparison to your beauty. But please take it as a small token of my enormous esteem. Thank you. And thank you for coming to my rescue earlier today. Oh, de nada. Your prunes, are, are they safe? No. I lost them all. Well, at least you have your health, no? Yes. And I'd like to reward you for what you did. No, no, no. It's not possible. I do not accept gratuities. It is not the caballero way. I wasn't talking about money. Uh -huh. I was going to kiss you. That is an entirely different matter. I would be honored, senorita. Come here, big boy. Caramba! Don Ricardo, the original Phantom, was a legendary lover, but Ranger Doug has led a very chaste monastic life. This is his first kiss, and it creates quite a stir, a fact that doesn't go unnoticed at the U.S. Seismological Center in Golden, Colorado. Hey, Harry, Harry, come here. Better take a look at this. I'm getting an unbelievable reading. Boy, I'll say, you sure are. The epicenter seems to be in a place called Tumbleweed Valley. What do you think caused it, an earthquake? I'm not sure, Harry. All I can say is that the earth just moved. Indeed it did, but that's not all, as we're about to find out. Wow, I've never been kissed at all before, but that was some kiss. I've never been kissed myself, but that was some kiss. Yeah, I... hold it, that voice. Who are you? Why, I'm Ranger Doug, idol of American youth, of course, Miss Marm. Who did you think I was? Wait a minute, why am I kissing you? Why am I dressed like this? And why, and why am I wearing a mask? I don't know, but let's talk about it later. Kiss me again. Did you boys hear that? The Phantom is Ranger Doug. He sure is. He must have had uh, magnesia. You mean amnesia, son? I don't get it. What's going on here, Woody? Well, Slim, picture yourself as a writer sitting in a small, wonderless little room with a typewriter, a blank piece of paper, and a deadline. Yeah. You've got to come up with something that is melodramatic with action and suspense, but still leaves room for a, a lot of misunderstandings. <sighs> what do you do? Well, you resort to a great old tired and true formula. You have a guy walk into a rock or fall on his head and get amnesia. Then his alter ego takes over and he becomes another person. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and when you want to bring him out of it, you have him undergo some traumatic experience. Like a first kiss. Yeah, exactly. And presto, he's back to normal. Well, that's the silliest dang thing I ever heard of. <laughs> a kiss bringing a mushhead memory back. She should have whacked him with a rolling pin. That'd make more sense. Well, the obvious merits of a tired, honored plot device are discussed by some, and whoopee is made by others. 
No one notices a hulking figure right into view on a nearby knoll. Whoa, oh boy. What's going on down there anyway? Oh, it's them jerks from the old Triple X Ranch and Miss Marm. She's got the mask in her hand and she's kissing the Phantom. <laughs> Talk about luck. I can shatter the mask with one shot and get the Phantom with another. Just get my rifle here and sight her in. <laughs> <laughs> Down below, unaware of the impending danger, Miss Marm and Ranger Doug finally come up for air. Whew, you take my breath away. I could say the same for you. It is at this moment that Charlie strikes. Someone shot Ranger Doug's mask. <laughs> and Ranger Doug's been shot. As the sun sets on the concluding chapter of The Phantom of the Valley, faithful listeners must be a bit perplexed at this strange turn of events. Is this the end of Ranger Doug? Has Slocum finally triumphed? That certainly is what he thinks when Charlie stops at a phone booth and calls in to report his seeming success. Hello. Boss, huh? I found the mask and I took care of it. <laughs> That's good, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I got the Phantom, too. Charlie. Do you realize what this means? Yeah, it means we won. Why? It's the 13th episode of the yeah. serial. I'm not in jail. Yeah. You're not on fire. Yeah. We won. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I sure am. We won. We won. <laughs> A logical assumption, but as far from the truth as the paperwork on an SNL loan. What? Charlie, <laughs> who is that? I'm getting interference on the line here. Yes, there are too many questions that need answers, too many loose threads that need tying, and too many wrongs that need righting. Well, things have a way of working out around here, as you'll see next week in episode one of our exciting new Western serial entitled The Return of the Phantom. But you can't do this. I won, I tell you. I won. Your kind never wins, Slocum. Not around here. Not at this theater of the mind. Now, here again, Riders in the Sky and Pam Tillis. Thank you. We got to hurry, but Pam, do another song for us. in their chairs and the band was getting nothing but some icy stares plain to see that they could use some help so before I grabbed the mic I asked myself what would Elvis do what would Elvis do what would Elvis do he'd jump right up on that stage and sing blue suede shoes that's what Elvis would do Saturday morning at the used car lot ready to spend what little money I well, this salesman said this Hugo looks within your means. Right then I spotted the car of my dreams. It was a pink Cadillac sure to drive the boys wild. So I tuned the man out and I thought for a while. What would Elvis do? What would Elvis do? What would Elvis do? He'd say, I'll take that pink one and one for Mama too. That's what Elvis would do. Next week, Battle Battles for more Riders Radio Theater. This is Texas Big Spender saying so long. So tight. Well, up till now, 